This is Pastor Jared Pollard, and you're listening to the ALC Daily Podcast. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that every person needs community that leads to encounters that causes growth. Join us as we dive into Scripture, share testimonies, and learn to become the hands and feet of Jesus in our everyday lives. Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. This week we are talking about how to have success in Jesus by doing things His way. Yesterday we talked about the promise and today we are talking about the principle. So yeah, we're using an outline that my mentor taught me that all journeys in God begin with a promise. Mm -hmm. You have to start with a promise of God. For some people that's just that my sins have been forgiven and I have a new beginning, right? Every time a person gets saved or rededicates their lives to the Lord, really they're starting with that, that my sins have been forgiven and therefore I have a new beginning that starts right now. Every time a person gets baptized, by the way, if you haven't been baptized, let's say you've committed your life to the Lord and you have not been baptized, actually that's your next step. And that starts with the principle, faith and obedience is the next step. So when we're saying how to have success in Jesus by doing things His way, we want to move from the promise to the principle. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then we're going to move tomorrow to problems and then to the provision. So the principle is faith and obedience. Mm -hmm. It's always faith and obedience. And any journey that I'm taking in the Lord is going to require these two components. It's going to require faith and it's going to require action or obedience Mm -hmm. on my part Mm -hmm. for the promise to come true. Otherwise, you've got a promise that just goes on forever and ever and ever and never goes anywhere. But if you add the principle of faith and obedience to it, your promise gets moving. It it starts going somewhere. Got any biblical examples of this? For example, I'm thinking of Gideon. The Lord says, oh, I'm going to bring great deliverance. Mm -hmm. But what he's really saying is, uh, Gideon, get moving. You're going to go. <laughs> <laughs> well, I always think immediately of uh, Saul becoming Paul. Uh, I'm going to knock you off your horse and strike you blind. <laughs> and you have the opportunity. You can either be obedient and receive your sight back, or you can be disobedient and be laid up for the rest of your life. <laughs> yeah, right. See, that's, uh, and you'll see this throughout Scripture. It's yeah. always the same. God will give a promise. Yeah. But the promise has implied action yeah, absolutely. on it. Yep. Right? Abraham, are you going to prostitute out your wife again? Or are you going to stop doing that? <laughs> yeah, we don't, we don't recommend that. Dummy. And that's not, there's no faith in that. There's no faith in <laughs> there's that. There's no faith in that. And there's certainly no obedience in that. And there are endless problems attached to it. <laughs> <laughs> so let me pull from Psalm 102 again. Remember we said that in Psalm 102, the guy is in a low point in his life and he's writing a song about it, like a country western song. I mean, uh, he's, he's drowning in his beer. Yeah, my dog left me. My, <laughs> my truck won't start. Uh, my gas tank's on empty. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> but I still got those country roads. <laughs> the country roads are still there. That's good. Okay. So this this guy's writing a song about it, and he's hitting a low point, but he exclaimed a promise. So God's giving him hope, and now he's expressing faith and obedience. Verse 12 is where he expresses his faith. He says, But you, O Lord, 
are enthroned forever. You are remembered throughout all generations. Notice his faith. So he's starting with the basics of God is enthroned. Mm -hmm. He is in charge. God is the all-powerful one. So he's starting with that I've got faith that God can step in and reverse this thing. Now, in your working with people, have you found that, at least in the Bible Belt area, do more people struggle with can God step in and do something about this, or do more people struggle with will God step in and do something about this? I think it's the will. Yeah. In the Bible Belt area... Will he do it? mm -hmm. In the Bible Belt area, it is will God step in and do something about this problem? Now, Mm -hmm. the more you get away from the Bible Belt area Mm -hmm. where the the gospel has had such influence, you'll see that shift. There's more can God step in and do something about this? And then if you move into other cultures where there's worship of other idols and gods, it's completely can God step in because they're asking who's got the power. Yeah. Right. Yep. So it depends on the culture that you're in. But this guy was a part of God's covenant people. So he said, I believe God can. You're enthroned forever. I'm expressing my faith. So start with God's given you a promise. Now you're on the journey of fulfilling that promise. Maybe the promise is your marriage is going to be more enriched. Maybe the promise is your finances are going to turn around. Maybe the promise is that God's going to give you a wife or a husband. Maybe the promise is that God's going to give you a hope and a future in your career. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to give you a, a child. I don't know. What are, what are the things that people have promises about and are seeking God over? Oh, man. Success, uh, long-term legacy, mm-hmm. um, all of these types of things. Uh, let's see. What else? Purpose in life. Purpose, mm-hmm. right? Absolutely. Fulfillment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So we've got all these things that people seek. You start with God's enthroned, so he is able to step in. I'm expressing my faith. Now we're going to go to the second part. It's, the principle is faith and obedience. Let's listen to the psalmist's obedience. Psalm 102.18, let this be recorded for a generation to come so that a people yet to be created may praise the Lord. Remember the promise is that this thing is going to go from generation to generation. So he's got that promise. Mm-hmm. Now he's saying, let this be recorded so that the next generation can read about it. Mm-hmm. Or actually, it would be a few people have the ability to read it, and the rest of them are going to hear the guy read about it. That's right. Now, it's hard for us in our culture to identify with what a great step of obedience that was for this guy because everybody's literate in our day. Mm-hmm. But in their day, I'm mean, talking about way back thousands of years ago, that's just not how they thought. Mm-hmm. They didn't think in terms of recorded promises. That, that just wasn't it at all. So this was a huge step of faith and obedience of write it down and believe God that someone from the next generation will read this to people and it will have an impact. Yeah. So he's taking that step of, a, of, a, of obedience. I'm going to do my part so that the next generation can read this thing and praise the Lord and benefit from it. That God's going to be a God of, of generations here. So um, why do you think that God requires obedience for the promise to come to pass? 
there's always action. Faith mm-hmm. without works is dead. That's where we're headed. Mm-hmm. And so there's always action attached to it. Um, it's also um, shown in our relationships with God. Uh, it's kind of like an equation. God does his part. We do our part. And it equals this. The deficiency is never on God's part of the equation. It's always dependent upon our obedience to follow through. Um, and this can obviously get into a large philosophical debate. Mm-hmm. Um, but... The simplicity of it is, is that God wants relationship with us. And for a relationship to take place, it's not just him giving to us. It's also us giving back to him. Yeah, the way I sorted that out in my mind was uh, I looked at the situation and say, God can do anything. He's enthroned forever. Once I discovered that revelation, why doesn't he then? Why doesn't he just step in and solve all problems? Well, there's a simple answer is that God created creation mm-hmm. because he doesn't enjoy doing things by himself. Yeah. He enjoys yeah. working through you. Yeah. If you look at even the greatest event mm-hmm. that ever happened in all of history and ever will happen in all of history, it's the cross event mm-hmm. and Jesus coming as God's son to change the world. Mm-hmm. He only had three and a half years of ministry. Yeah. That doesn't make sense if you look at it from God's going to solve all the problems. Mm -hmm. You need to give him more than three and a half years of ministry Mm because he needs to go to China. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, he's got to make it happen. He needs to, you know, if Jesus had gone to China, we wouldn't have a shortage of supplies coming from Mm -hmm. China right now. Mm -hmm. No, I'm just kidding. Um, But I mean, and he needs to go to Iran. Yeah. And he would have needed to go on up to the United States. Yeah. But that wasn't God's plan. Instead... Jesus actually had the opportunity to expand his ministry when the Greeks came to him and they said, hey, the Greeks want to see you. And his answer to that question was, unless a seed falls to the ground and dies, it abides alone. Mm -hmm. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Mm -hmm. And what he was prophesying is, no, the way this thing is going to go is that I'm going to die on the cross and that's going to release the spirit that is going to super empower person after person after person and they're going to go to China Mm -hmm. and they're going to go to Iran and they're going to go to Africa and they're going to go to Springfield, Missouri and they're going to go to work and Mm -hmm. and meet their... And therefore, I'm going to work through people, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Now, we love it when God just steps in apart from... A lot of our action, right? Absolutely. We like that. Yeah, it's really cool. <laughs> it's just that that's more of the minority. Mm-hmm. Most of the time, he's going to work through us, yeah. right? Yeah. So the thinking here is there's a promise. God gives you a promise. Then there's the principle. The principle is faith and obedience. So I want to encourage you, what faith are you expressing today in relationship to a promise God has given you? Then what step of obedience are you taking today in relationship to a promise God has given you? So start walking that out with faith and obedience, and you will see the promise move along in the right direction. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. 
You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 9 a.m. in person or at 1045 in person or on our YouTube with our live stream community.